You know, <laughs> yeah. Some people later nights on Fridays, they be basically you know out and about doing their thing. But we up late at night, masterminding, coming up with the new culture, the new, the new temperature. You know, being innovative as much as possible. So you're wondering what what I doing in this space right here, and you wondering okay. What does this guy have up to his sleeve today? But you know, we make it do what it do. Yeah, yeah, see. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Everything Cool. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to do anything to scare your children. That's the last thing we want to do. We don't want to scare anybody. The tourists come over to chill on the beach. But they don't come over the hill where we sleep We got nightmares and they got fantasies No sanity, it's just insanity My mommy hoping nothing happens to me It's gonna be fun. You never been on it. You ain't had a good time until you've been on everything cool, you know. Oh, let's see. Uh, <laughs> no, but this was the name of the show. So, like the first question I always like to ask How do we start the podcast? How do we start it? How do we start it? You know what it is? It's your boy, Lord Jalen Willett, the sage, Mr. Cool Fresh. Also known as Saint Anton Alexander, the Negus of Nassau, coming to you again with another episode of Everything Cool. And we got some guests in the building. We in a different location this time. Um, obviously, you know, we we upgraded, you know. See they saying, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I we got yeah. guests on the left, we got guests on the right. We gonna go to you first. Well, actually, let's go ladies first. Introduce yourself. Hey everyone! Oh, wow! Wow! <laughs> Do better! Come on, get your thing together now! Uh-huh. <laughs> hey guys, my name is Eltish Williams. Eltish Williams. Yeah. All right, and <laughs> next. Mister Mister Devote, you're next. Yes, yes, yes. So, uh-huh. my real name. Dwayne Your real name is Dwayne DeVoe. And what's your stage name? Stage name? Just DeVoe. DeVoe. All right. Yeah. He tried to keep it simple. And sir, to the right of me. Yo, yo, yo. It's Nico in the cut. <laughs> it's Nico in the cut. <laughs> Nico Cardwright. Nico Cardwright. Yeah. Interesting. And usually you only see four people when there's four mics, but we got a ghost in the building tonight. Hot go. <laughs> you already know who it is. And we got Marco in the back. You wasn't supposed to say, bro. Okay. Already know who. <laughs> it's kind of too late. Now. Yeah. Too late. Well, my bad. So, you You're know. supposed to already know. Mark's playing um, Parks tonight. So, you know, we're going to get into the show. So, before we start any show, we always like to do, you know, the Bahamian word, phrase, or saying of the day. And we're going to leave that to y'all. To us. Yeah. What is the Bahamian word, phrase, or saying of the day? Would Anybody? You add, Nico? What, what would you say? <laughs> Thing them. 
Tingham. <laughs> so the Bayman word phrase or saying is Tingham. So what does Tingham mean? Bay. Tingham? Yeah. Go Tingham in the bush. Tingham in the bush ain't got, got no name. name. <laughs> I feel like Tingham means Eddie and everything. Real. Eddie and everything. <laughs> yeah, so the word of the day is Tingham. So we are here at, hold on, would you have a name for the studio? Yeah, Set Sound. Set Sound Studio. We live in the studio. Them boys at everything cool level up. We finally, you know, get into a, a real studio. And we are, I'm here, you know, sitting across from me. We have several musical artists. Um, I remember meeting this guy right here on the left of me. It was many years ago. It was like at a talent show. I was in art school. And I think you was performing a Drake song or something, a cover. From time. It, it, it was from Dime, right? From Dime, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like everybody just is sitting down, and I was like, "Oh, this boy, okay, he be aiming too." And then I think um, Kristen was like, "Yeah, but my cousin, da 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 da, go to San school." So I was like, "Oh, okay." So like you know, flash forward, um, I came back home and was trying to network and you know take over as much as possible. So that's how we reconnected. Yeah. And then you know we did some marvelous things. I will, you know, push the little B-roll over this video right here. What we've done you know, in the past as well as during the commercial break. So now we're here. So I would like to ask all of y'all, you could go first, my friend. What is it like to be an artist? Oh, like what was your early music inspiration that got you into doing music full time and not like take it as a joke? And then y'all two can answer that afterwards. All right, but. From young, I always knew I wanted to do music. Some of my always like, from young, I used to listen to music a lot. I grew up around music. I grew up knowing people used to do music. And so me seeing that, that inspired me to do it. Okay. So you talking about people locally or you talking about internationally? Locally and internationally. Because like, I had people like within my family okay. who used to do music. So they was like, like traditional Bahamian or more so like, like, Urban contemporary or they did they did they all right they did like a variety of music okay you see what they saying yeah they do like just like we say urban or like they do traditional music all right yeah. Dwayne all right well I feel like I always been into music like growing up I always was interested in like playing instruments I was always interested in singing couldn't sing. But I wanted to. But um, don't you be singing on the tracks that you be making? Them? Well, I can sing now. <laughs> <laughs> I can sing now. But yeah, like growing up, I used to watch a lot of like mm-hmm. Michael Jackson, Usher, mm-hmm. had like Chris Brown, Bobby Valentino, Marion. Like I used to listen to like those dudes, and that's what I grew up on. Then my big brother, he does music too. So I used to be with him when he was in this group called Archetype Affinity. It was with him and Sketch and a few other people. Okay. That was about the time when My Candidate came out. Yeah, so that's like around like 08, 09? Yeah, because I yeah. actually was still in school then. Yeah, that was like around that time. Like, it was, I remember that too. Okay. I remember back then I used to be like, yo, I want to do music too. I want to write songs. I want to sing. And he'd be like, oh, you got to wait till you graduate. <laughs> and then you could, we probably could put you on something. And then once I graduated, like, I just took off from there because it's just what I wanted to do. Interesting. El Tish. 
Ooh. Yeah. You sound like you've been was singing straight out the womb. Like oh you come goodness. out the womb as a songbird. <laughs> it seems that way, right? Mm-hmm. But no, it 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 really wasn't. <laughs> um, in all honesty, I actually just started to learn how to sing since I was twelve. I taught myself how to sing, and not only that, I was in and out of like church choirs. But when I really, my early inspiration, honestly. This is going to be probably very, very rare. And you're going to ask me, like, who is this person right now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, my mom always used to listen to, like, old music, sometimes gospel music. But then she loved the Brandy and Monica. Okay. Like, yeah. Her boy is mine. Yeah. Yeah. That, like, every morning I hear in that. But it was always this one song that she used to play in the car on the way to school. It's Carrie Underwood, Jesus Take the Wheel. From then, yeah. I was like, <laughs> I was like, okay, I, I'm, let me try. Let me try. Jesus Take. And then ever since then, I was like, okay, maybe I want to sing. But when, it was when I was 12, when I heard yeah. about Frank Ocean. Hold on, hold on. You was 12 okay. when you heard about Frank Ocean? Yes. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Because I just was thinking, I was like, hold on. Very old, way. <laughs> I wasn't year? into music like like that type of music. I was more into like Keith Sweat. I was more into um um, what's the 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 guy's name? Luther Vandross. Mm-hmm. Like people like that. That's the type of people that my mom used to listen to. So ever since then, I always was listening to like old and R and B. Interesting, interesting. And so, I just kept doing it ever since. So like, how did y'all like you know actually obviously y'all two uh, siblings, but how did y'all like come together oh, okay. as a collective to say okay we gonna you know this is our introduction into the Bahamian music industry and you know start to become a part of the scene. Funny story about Very that, funny. right? <laughs> I feel like I went like you know I went to school or whatever. Yeah. When I came back, I hit up LT like. Yo, we should get in the studio. We should get in the studio. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. It never happened. And mm. like, <laughs> yo, after like maybe a year or two, like mm. she decided to jump on board, and like she was like, "Oh, I want to do it." And she came through. Like she's an amazing singer. Like mm. you'd want her on a track, <clears throat> you know. So how you wound up with these two over here? <laughs> I think about that uh, one time. But I finally, like I said, when I finally started getting it, taking it more serious, I started looking around for a studio, so I ended up getting a guitar for doing it. So our first date, yeah. we ended up recording something, was not, you know, that was the first time it was not. So after that, we just clicked. Yeah. Mm. Just gone from there. It literally was like that. Like, we literally just clicked. Like, he came in, and, like, he did it. He, did it. he came in, he did his thing, and it was, like, good music. Mm. And, like, I believe in like feeling people energy out. Yeah. And like it was like he had good energy, you know what I mean? So it was just one of those things. And then we had like a little team and everybody decided like we should put him on the team. And from since then it was just that's just what it was. Yeah. I mean that's how organically how things happen a lot of times because that's how me and Marco met. <laughs> like ironically, like he we was at um this co- it was like some entre- entrepreneurship expert. And he just was like, bro, all right, what you be doing? Could I join or like come on set and help you out? And I was yeah. like, all right, let's ride. <laughs> like, that was it. That was it. Like, you know, that that's just how it happened. Because it's like, all right, I look in trying to do X, Y, and Z. And you need the help. Or yeah. you trying to just connect just to have community. 
So it's like, all right, you find like-minded people who are on the same vibration type run as you on, and then you know, kindred spirits gather together, and then you just come together to um, make something bigger. That's how a lot of like creative like movements happen all the time, whether it be like painting, music, film, positive energy. That's all it is. Yeah, that's really what really? it is. I you feel like that's it. exactly how it was for us because, like, I'll say, like, I have a number of friends mm-hmm. and, I, and a bunch of different groups, but, like, our group, yeah, like, that's the most comfortable group that I have. Like, I know once I'm around these people, like, I good. Like, mm-hmm. we could talk, we could chill, we could get work done, we could write brilliant stuff. Like, that's just the way it is. Foolishness mm-hmm. all day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, what... So like, how do y'all was? I'm not a musical artist, so I. What's the first steps on how to create craft a song, or what's it like the first idea or anything like that? Like, what do you think? How do you conceive a song? Is you know everybody likes to pretend that they're a music musician or um like you know whether it be a vocal artist or whatever and be like, but then when I sit down and think about it, like I'm like. After a while, I lose motivation in trying to craft a song or lose mm. inspiration to, okay, what new idea I can express mm. over um, these keys or these melodies or things like that. So, um, like, how do you, like, what's your creative process? Um, well, me personally, I I just more so go off of the instrumental, the beat that I hear. So I go off of the feeling. If this beat making me feel emotional, I'll go off of either a past situation or probably a situation that is relatable to a friend of mine, a family member, or just, as I say, past experience. So it all depends on the instrumental. And from then, I just get my topic and I just keep going. It is only up to you to keep that motivation. Mm-hmm. If you don't, ha- if you don't have the drive, like, see, I'm a, I love music. I have the drive to do it. If you don't have that drive to just keep pushing and you just lose or give up on that one song, then what's the point of you actually wanting to be an artist? Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. So that that's your similar process? No, but I mean, I have something to say that I don't do that. Okay. Like, it could be different ways. That's one way. Mm-hmm. But also sometimes. The switcher for me because sometimes like I kind of go with like the mood, like she said. But like sometimes I go off the beat, the instrumental, and sometimes I just like come up with some of my head. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I just start writing, and then I find the beat and put a flow to that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I listen to the beat and come up with a flow in my head, and the lyrics just start flowing. Like, right? mm-hmm. So it's, it's different ways it could be done too. I feel that. So what's your thought process? Because like you like to be like super melodic and like I don't know if y'all noticed. If y'all been listening to Dwayne music, it's a lot about love and almost uncharted love. It ain't no straight up love. It is always some scenario to where you doing things which you ain't supposed to be doing. Uh, <laughs> deep, deep, deep. That's actually deep. how it is, right? You gotta yeah. be different, eh? Yeah. yeah. You know what? So. I feel like everybody can sing about love, right? Yeah. And I can always talk about how I love someone, but I feel like I kind of want to make music that, like, I'm a Pisces. I'm a dreamer. Mm. I have this so wide. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I have this big imagination, right? Uh, and even more than my imagination, I have crazy experiences, right? Yeah. And 
I like to put them together. So I believe in like forbidden love. Like I, I kind of mm. forbidden love is kind of like a regular love is cool too. Like, you know, you find your you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a husband or a wife, and that's cool, right? Yeah. But it's something about forbidden love, love that you know you shouldn't be doing. Yeah, you know? but you do it anyway. It's something. It's like no risk, no reward kind of thing. It's, it's the thrill of the hunt. You gotta yeah, open the box. Like, yeah. <laughs> open Pandora's box, you know? I try to keep that thing open. You like it's <laughs> yeah. just what I it's just my thing. And then a lot of my songs, like in the beginning, I never actually used to like listen to a beat or instrumental. Like I'd just hear a melody in my head mm-hmm. and I'd like write a song and then I'd go and I'd try to find someone to like um construct a beat for me. Mm-hmm. But that's expensive. And difficult sometimes when yeah. you don't have the actual resources. So, like now, I could listen to a beat and write something, but most of the time, it's not like a. I don't have like an actual structure to mm-hmm. how I do it. It kind of goes off how I feel. So, like, if I wait, like, I'll be driving home from the studio after like a bad session, mm-hmm. and on the way, I'll be thinking about something, and then I hear something mm-hmm. in my head, and I just start like mm-hmm. writing just like that, and I yeah. come up with something brilliant. Is there such thing as a bad session? You get a bad session. Yeah. <laughs> like how, how could you have a bad session? Though? Listen, I feel like it's a craft, so you got to build on it. So yeah, I see why you would say that. Yeah, like you, you'd have certain things you would actually want to do, and it's like, oh, I can't do this right now because I want to focus on this, and then you just leave, and you're like, okay, I have to go wait until the other day to come and do this. It's like, no, I wanted to finish it tonight. But you don't think that's about it, just the creative process? Because it's yes. like, yes. you might have yes, to start. Because like you might have some fragments or something. And it then happen for a reason. Mm, yeah. Look at it that way. And then, you know, when you just want it to be done you and it, and it ain't happen, it's you a problem. That work again. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes, you, have, sometimes yeah. you get it done, you know. You sometimes you... Yeah, like you'd come in there, you'd get it done. But when you listen back, you'd feel like, oh, freeze, I should have changed this. I could have do this, yes. or I could have do that. Or you might come inside, you might sit down the whole time and just not get nothing done. Mm. Your yep. voice might just, like, you know, Sound there's different. so much different mm-hmm. things that yeah. happen. And you walk out, and Sometimes yeah, you have a bad <laughs> session. Yeah. And yeah. didn't notice right there. And then I have dudes who come in and they'd be like, oh, man, yo. This fire, this fire. I love what we done today. Then they jump in their car and then we about to be like, bro. Yeah. I feel like we should have done this. And yeah. I'd be like, you know, it is what it is. That's literally our conversation after. Yeah. <laughs> it's a process because you get better at it. And you look mm-hmm. at the work that you put on out, then you could back that up. You see what mm-hmm. so, I feel like studio sessions are about vibes. Yeah. Mm. All about vibes. Yeah. You can't come in the studio with bad vibes. No. You won't get anything done. No. You need like, to always be positive. Even if you came in negative, by the time as you reach that door, yeah. you better have a smile on your face and it better be genuine because we're getting work done. Okay. So how long does it normally take y'all for to make a song? Like, what's your crafting process? Because, like, you know, you always hear artists. Yeah, like, you know, maybe, okay, let's say making an album and it's like, okay, it's themed like this, but it might take me, like, two years to make. Because it's just like, you know, different inspirations. Or I might make, let's say I make 50 songs, but I can cut it down to 12 to like, you know, make this project. Yeah. So it's like, you know, what's your crafting process? I would be honest with that. I can be real with you. I go, wait, I take this serious. So like, at the same time, I ain't looking to rush this. 
Yeah. And even put in my head or my mind, I should be serious. Yeah. That's my craft. Mm. So when they put this out, I want it to be quality. Mm. I want it to be, I want it to last. Yeah. See, they say not just be this regular rock or this regular singing or this regular stuff that's going on. Yeah. See, they say one of the last. So that's what mm. they're looking at. So, but like time span, recording, it depends. It could take an hour and sometimes it could take more. Sometimes yeah. it could take days. Yeah. See, they say, but that's you spitting up the time and then you work at it. Then sometimes it's certain times you get cut up. You can't be in too long. See, they say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That was I. I know we. Um, I remember I, Lil Wayne once said like you know, like these niggas think they they singers man. Like, like you you go into the studio recording one song yeah. in four days. Just I need this. I need yeah. a situation. Who gonna be on the hook? Who gonna be on the hook? Like just going in there with clips. I'm I'm old. clips. Now, so sometimes you would love certain stuff already planned up. Mm. Like I said, it'd be different times. Yeah. Every situation will be the same. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> I agree because I don't ever really go in there with like a game plan. Like, mm-hmm. oh, this is exactly how we're going to yeah. do it. Because I feel like if I structure myself too much, yeah. then the authenticness won't yeah, be able you won't to be able to flow. Yeah. yeah. And so it's just, it's just not really like a process. It's just a vibe. Yeah, it, it is a vibe. Honestly, if you go inside the studio and like you go in there, even if you depress, yeah, then like the group will be depressed together. We'll talk about it and then we'll go from depressed to happiness. All right. Yeah, because that could be like some beauty inside this, and you go in there and like we vibe, mm. and then we get to a hundred, and then we just do what we gotta do. But sometimes you have people who just come in and they just have like bad vibes. Like the session just go by. Like there's nothing you could do about it. I'd be sitting there spinning in the chair like down. Hmm. <laughs> Hold on, yeah. so, okay, so people actually come. Okay, you trying to record a song, and you come to the studio not trying to work. Hell tr- yeah, they'll waste your time. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that that don't make sense to me. We, but then it's a, at the end of the day, I guess you getting paid for the session. There's so. people yeah. who go to the gym and don't work out. Yeah, they go to the gym don't work out. Actually, that's a good analogy. Go to the gym and don't work out, but. Yeah, but um, so okay, so after you craft, okay, so how do y'all see yourselves in this landscape in the moms making the kind of music that y'all make and trying to what it what's the I guess what's your ultimate goal per se when you craft a song and you put it out to the public? Who started me? You. Um, okay. I asked them tough questions, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I feel like when I put out a song, regardless of what it is, um, I want people to be able to just enjoy my music. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of my songs do talk about love. I have other songs, too. Mm-hmm. They talk about, like, my own hardships or the way that I think. And I feel like it's good to put things out so people can know that they ain't the only person kind of going through it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? And I want to be an influence. And I want to... I always said I want to help people. Mm-hmm. Right? When I was younger, I thought maybe if I become a doctor, I could help people. Mm-hmm. But you can help people in different ways. Yeah. It don't have to be, you know? True. And so I want to put my music out because I want people to, like, hear it and be able to, like, resonate with it and hit me back and be like, yo, I feel what you're saying. I was thinking about doing this, but I ain't going to do this or... 
you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, music can True. be like a medicine. Heal their soul. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, to me, honestly, I would... When I put out my music, see, I go from different different ways. I go off of feeling, mm. as I say before. I go off of what I feel. If I feel like I should be selfish, I write a song about being selfish. You know what I mean? Um, but I just want to put out songs that I think that everybody relates to, mm. or at least most people. And to grasp that type of attention, once I grasp that, then I can go on to something else even more deeper. So I go off of the the feedback from the audience that hear my music. Mm. And once I do that, then I'll be able to flow into what I actually want to flow into, mm. up, down, back up. Have y'all performed, like any of y'all performed locally yet? Yes. <laughs> where, where, exactly? Well, as it relates to the song, that, that is, I don't know, I don't think so. But I had did the Mao Summer Festival in 2016. The what? Mavs Summer Festival in oh, okay, 2016. Okay. That's what that was a while, but that's before I came back home. Yeah, I, I that was actually my first like big performance. Okay, how, how did it went? It went really well, but it was a recent um, performance that I did in January at work. Um, it was World Travel Awards, okay. um, the 25th World Travel Awards okay. at Sandals. Mm -hmm. So it was like people from all over the world coming over. Um, different type of people from sandals resorts and all that stuff so and that was a like a big paid event like huge it was live oh uh, so you got paid for that yeah that was uh, my first paid event mm. okay that's dope i know you was dead Abby. you was like i was more long. excited at the fact to be there and to to let them allow me to come there and do that like me little rookie me come on yeah. <laughs> you know that's how i feel fresh on the scene type mm -hmm. thing yeah because i feel like you know, as we live in this new digital age, you know, I see we, we're going through a little bit of a creative renaissance right now to where you seeing behemoths all from all walks of life are doing every genre of music. Mm -hmm. Like no matter if it's hip hop, pop, soca, dancehall, um, whatever, like jazz, blues, country music. Like, you can find a behemoth that does one of those genres, like, no matter what is rock mm -hmm. or whatever. And it's like, you know, there's more outlets, I would say, locally here for people to showcase their talent mm -hmm. than it was, let's say, 10 years ago. Definitely. Because this was like, you know, when I came back, coming from Atlanta and, like, being going to, I went to A3C Festival, like, 2014. And, like, being on the scene and moving around the city and seeing, all right, yeah, this might be like a super huge like urban hip hop hub, but then it's like other different genres have their little spots around the city or whatever. And then coming back to Nas on scene, okay, they they starting to get it because it's like all right, we starting to have the showcase for artists to do their music at a smugglers or at a studio cafe, or I okay when. You know, decided where it be sound waves or mobs or like, you know, the Ministry of Tourism doing something in collaboration with somebody. Mm -hmm. You know, they have a showcases for <clears throat> artists. Get that performance in. You know, you have it in areas where tourists frequent, like mm -hmm. we like we have four million tourists come to this country per year. So that's mm -hmm. four million eyes that we could capture. You know, four million fans you could possibly have. Right. Yeah. So, you know, and you get a chance to perform your art. 
you know, or showcase your art. So, like, you know, um, I like the trajectory uh, where things are trending. The thing is, right, when I was living in England, it was kind of like that as well. Like, you know, like when you go out to parties here, it's more DJ based. Like everybody want a DJ. Yeah. Yeah. But like when I was in England, like they had like a circuit. Like if you had clubs and parties, everyone had like live bands. Mm-hmm. They had like performance. Yeah, it's even more live bands now. Like younger live bands. Yeah. Now. Or it's levels in the club. Yeah. Like it'll yeah. have like the DJ area maybe on one yeah. floor. They have a live band maybe in the basement or something like that. And mm-hmm. then maybe like a club scene somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'd love to adopt that here. Yeah. Having more live music because. I mean, but I think they, they, they're doing a, a decent job with it. I, so. I mean, it's always room for improvement. But I think it's getting there. I kind of like how Bohemians are opening up too. Like you was talking about earlier to different genres of music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like me getting into music ain't for like the money. Like everybody want that aspect of it too. But mm-hmm. I just love music. I feel like yeah. you should do what you love. And so like I love all genres of music. Same. Yeah. Like <laughs> I, I could listen to a country song. I could listen to a Japanese song. Definitely. Mm-hmm. You know? Most like, definitely. Just yeah. it's whatever. What Like I just like good music. Yeah, it's that simple, and I like how Bohemia is starting to get into it. People starting to like show their own uniqueness. Yeah, but everything don't sound super. Like everybody don't sound the same anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. people yeah, try it. Like they really right. trying to do their own thing now. Comes with yeah. versatility. Yeah. yeah, gotta try to be versatile. Now. Yeah, but but like that's why I call it the Renaissance because it's like so many different people, individuals, groups peaking at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like we haven't had This type of feeling Since like I say the 70s 80s I kind of like In the Bahamas I like it though Because yeah. So much talent In the Bahamas now Yeah And I feel like This generation That's coming up They ain't as You know I feel like the older generation Before us Those ones kind of Suffer a bit from I feel like like the black crab thing Like they kind of yeah. Want to do it on their own Everybody mm. want to be the first mm-hmm. But like this generation Now like They listen to each other's music And everybody yeah. kind of Reps everybody And it's yeah. Collaboration of a competition mm-hmm. Yep mm-hmm. And that's what it should be about Because mm. it's music mm. I feel like I almost look at it Like one big highway And everybody have their own lane There's yeah. no reason why You can't like my music I like his music. All of yeah. all us can't be in the studio at the same time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Bouncing like, ideas off each other. Like we doing you around the world for everyone. You see what exactly. he's saying? Mm. It's coming together. Man. Five million people can like your music and the same five can like mine. Mm. There's no and I feel like everyone look at it like it's a competition, but it really ain't. It's it just really you don't man. have to be. No. Don't have yeah. to be at all. But at the same time if you focus on yourself mentally and try to get that condition good. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So Okay, so we're about to take a quick break. Please listen attentively to our commercial break. Enjoy the visuals before we come back. And then, you know, we're going to have everything cool on the next side of everything cool. Mm. Yeah, yeah, see. Everything cool. <laughs> Hi, this is your favorite zaddy, Lord Jalen Willard from Everything Cool. And this episode is sponsored by uh, Nobody. If you would like to sponsor an episode of Everything Cool, feel free to email us at theoriginalpeoplenetwork at gmail.com. Or you can slide in our DMs on Instagram at the Original People Network or on Facebook, the Original People Network. 
Now back to your scheduled programming. It's yes, y'all. It's yes, y'all. You know what it is. It's your boy, J. Will the Sage, Mr. Cool Fresh. <laughs> Coming again. <laughs> Bro, I ain't gonna lie. If you surprise at me going off, you need to be my boy, Cool It. Yeah, he's been doing a lot. He's like, he's like, ladies and gentlemen, it's bomb, bomb. Don't you do it. You, you gotta let us try it. What? All of us gotta try it. What? The little intro thing? Yeah, but I wanna do, I wanna try intro, bro. <laughs> All right, babe. Right. Well, you go first then. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. It's the guest thing. It's the guest thing. Y'all go ahead. <laughs> You, 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 yeah, bro, you, you did, you did request the wipe, so uh-huh. it's only. Right. Don't mind me, I, I rock my three sword style now, right now. So don't, you know. don't even judge me for this. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Right now. Uh huh. You tuning in to your boy, Devote, <laughs> on the Midnight Mix. <laughs> the Midnight Mix. <laughs> That's the best I got. I, don't, I can't that do sounds, it. Hold on, no. I want you to do it again and I can try to follow it. All right. So we <laughs> intro number two, okay. you know, his grace. He descended down from Mount Zion. He raises hell but bring down heaven. St. <laughs> Anton Alexander, Lord Jalen Willard, the Negus of Nassau. Coming to you again on another episode of Harry and Cold, part two. We're just doing <laughs> intros for the second or third time. Do you can you feel it, Mr. Krabs? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell, man? Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> As we try to think about intros, I got this. No, I got this. I got this. Let me try. I got this. Oh, no, you got one. You, you want to know what? Yeah, go, 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 do it. It's Nico <laughs> coming at you. Uh huh. From what you show me? Everything cool. Everything cool. Everything cool. You might as well sing something. Anyway, I got this. I got this. Come on, man. It's like tryouts. Tryouts for the new intro. Okay. Born in 1992, the sky opened up and the light came down. And this amazing thing was born. The Aquaman of the Bahamas. The Aquaman. You got friends? You got fins? You got guilt? You never know. You could dive mm. in them deep waters? Listen to me, you know once I touch is. the water, you don't even know. Oh. The Bahamian ambassador. The Bahamian ambassador. Splash. Splash. <laughs> Splash. The vote. The Okay. I love, I love how they okay. have this thing in the back. Like, you have like female. The vote. I almost might cut this out of y'all. <laughs> I'll put on all of my tracks. The Who is it? Devote. Devote. He's like, devoted to you. <laughs> oh, <what? God> damn. <laughs> we can record that in the studio. <laughs> Strip the audio. Well, you know, enough credit around. We back. You know. Hold on. So we ain't. Oh, you thought she was going to hide it. Oh, you I put thought, the shades on the high. I really oh. thought because my sunglasses. That's right. That's Rhea Charles. Rhea Charles. Rhea Charles. No, she's not Tish. She is L Tish. She is her and him L-tish. at the same time. L Tish, aka L-tish. the most. The most. The most. The most. Don't even call her aka. Devote. L Tish. The devoted one. Yeah, he's the devoted one. Why? He wants to be devoted to you. To you. Mm-hmm. Devo. <laughs> I, I can't buy a deep voice. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's how we do it on everything cool. So 
<laughs> um, we was on a short break. You know, we gone over time a little bit, so that's why y'all saw a hot things. You know, if you can go like do plastic surgery for your voice. That'd be crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. Why, bro. I talked to everybody like Chitande. Hello. Thank you. Plastic surgery. Wow. It'll be so. Uh, Imagine plastic surgery if you was going to. Plastic surgery on the voice. Just surgery. That's a wild. Like vocal surgery. Vocal surgery. Right. Vocal surgery. I get like. I see. If I get vocal surgery, I ain't gonna lie. I always say this. If I. Call it the tuna. I always say this. Wait, if I get it. The tuna. If I always say this. If I could sing. Could have sing and I could have danced, but it was over for a lot of y'all, bro. <laughs> oh yeah, like, I can like, be honest. A lot of people really just say that until it actually was. Mm-hmm. And then when you get inside our shoes, you'd be like, no, they'd be like, oh my gosh, yeah, you can sing, sing me something, please. No, 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 no. Let me, let me, let me tell you why I said it. Right, I feel like I'm so amazing. Mm. Those are my Damn. two flaws. Energy. So Damn. if they was in my flaws, it's over. hundred times. <laughs> it's over. It is over. <laughs> I understand. Just gas. <laughs> Just gas. Oh, uh, but yeah. But um, let's get into the, where my phone is. Hold on. That was only five minutes. <laughs> I know. No, I'm looking for my phone for the questions, but let's get into what's some of those great stories you had about the studio, whether it be good or bad. Please she doesn't start laughing, so... No, no, Dwayne gotta go first. He gotta, <laughs> kick it off. He gotta kick it off. With a story, right? Yeah, Dredd. Yeah. Some Ego, I feel like you got a story. Uh, <laughs> I fucking got a The thing is, right? Mm. We had so much great times inside here, right? Like, it's hard to... How much great Almost How much? Time. Every time was. Almost I don't think we ever had a time where we came inside here where we just like didn't have a good time. Yeah. yeah. Either we and every time we come in, we have like snacks, we met up drinks, we chill, we do music. Like, how could you not? Even when we go out, real. Yeah. We had moments where we like we we tried to do this thing before. Okay, uh-huh. Since the time uh-huh. we were trying to do um don't like mind a my vlog. shorts. He's trying to do a vlog. Mm. And so we like, we had this van. Oh, we get like the selfie that. stick and we had like the selfie um camera and everything. Yeah. And we used to drive around the island just talking. I can't even remember. We had like a whole we list of things. We literally mm. drove all the way to Jaws Beach just to do this vlog. It's about nine o'clock in the night. Yeah, Hold on, so y'all <laughs> stop at Jaws Beach or because that's yeah. we just was driving. You know, you know. Just, Going to Jaws Beach late tonight, and you know, yeah, you know, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> we, I feel it. Like, times like in the studio, uh-huh. we certain sessions that like, we be late night. Like, we, you know, we staying like, there late. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We freestyle inside the booth. Everybody off on the shots. Yeah, yeah. That was this going on. Yeah, as we live time. Yeah, it was a shock of time. Yeah, bro. It was a one time in particular when we did that when one of the other persons in the group. She was having like a bad night, mm-hmm. and like we cut on a beat, and like she was seeing some stuff, and then somebody else came in, and we was trying to make her feel better, so we started rapping, then he started rapping, yeah. and then we was coming up with like we have like an hour worth of like just material where yeah, we just talking trash, mm-hmm. but like at the end of the night, everybody was feeling good, so yeah, I think. Like, low-key freestyle is underrated. Like, you know, back in my day, I used to be in the living room. God damn. I, I used to be like me. Shout out to Makai and Patrick. 
Because we used to be like, bro, session on the creek. We <laughs> 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 literally, like, we had a TV in the living room. And I think I used to hook up my laptop to the TV. And we used to just pull up tracks on YouTube and just freestyle over the beat. Or whatever. And just be up until like 3 Sound o'clock good, in the morning. Like, you know. But I always like being in a lu- like a very lucrative, creative vibe. You know, where you just balancing ideas off of people. And it's like, you know. It's like... You know, people often think a good time is going out and you're going to the club or you're going to a party or going to an event. But sometimes, you know, I'm a homebody. So I like, you know, I always would want to create an atmosphere to where I invite people over. Okay, let's say, okay, we we set up a little mini studio and then we get all the studio lights and the camera. And that's why I like podcasting. Because it's like, literally, it's like, all right, this conversation we would have regularly with people. Let's just record it and put it out so everybody else can. Yeah. It. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, so like, you know, or, you know, you record our music. Okay, we have this goal in mind. Let's just be creative. Like, okay, you know, money ain't involved and nothing involved. So let's right. just do it. It also right. inspired people to do the same. Yep. Yeah. Yep. People that look at the do the same. So. Yeah. Truth. So like, you know. That's why you got to be careful what you're putting out there. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. whatever you put out there, you can't take back. Really? So, this guy spitting tonight, bro. We going to give you the MVP. <laughs> <laughs> MVP award. Yo, when I was living in Atlanta, yeah, they used to talk about like the different studios that we could... um Go to or whatever, right? And like, so you're talking about in the school or outside the school? When we no, not in the school, outside yeah. the school. Yeah, and they used to talk about the studio that, like, at least the story that they used to say was like how they had this studio that like even Ti them used to go to, right? Mm-hmm. But they never used to record. This like it had like these blue lights just wrap around the room, and it yeah. used to create like a vibe, right? Yeah. And so people would go inside that they drink, they smoke, they chill, they write. And they'd pay all that money, but yeah. never record. So I, I heard about this atmosphere. Yeah, because yeah, it's like you know, you just chilling. It's like you know, even with the um the Dreamville sessions with the Revenge of the Dreamer, it's like you know, they basically recorded like fifty, probably like a hundred songs in like four or five days. Just those going from room to room. Okay, you have a session in this room. They convert this room into a studio. This room into a studio. Producers just coming and putting up beats. And then you just like creating, okay, you might chill out, hang out, you know. Even you, if you ain't even recording it, just because you vibing inside and you got this conversation, it might inspire someone to create this. Like, you know, even I always, like, you know, people think just painting is the purest form. And I'm looking at different, like, paintings on these walls right there. And if you go with a master painter, it's like, they'll just be sitting down. And then get inspiration and go paint whatever on their mind. Mm-hmm. And musicians, it's the same, same way. Okay, yeah, I might have, you know, they always. I remember, I think Tory Lanez was comparing Drake's recording process to Chris Brown's recording process. He was like, Chris Brown recording process is like he have a party in the studio, and that's what his music sound like. Versus Drake is all uh, mafioso. So yeah. it's like everything structured. Okay, we gonna come and like you can hear it in the music, yeah, or whatever. So like you know whatever vibe, what you trying to do, like you know. So even not even recording sometimes is good because it's like all right, I set the tone for whatever I about to deliver. It have to be like that. Like you have to when you get in the studio, if you want the best version of your song, I feel like you have to be completely comfortable. Yeah. Mm. I had this dude when I was in Atlanta, right? He used yeah. to come to the studio and he'd be inside, he'd be like, Yo, cut off the lights. Be like, <laughs> what? Okay. And then he'd be like, 
Uh, bro, you buy a take off my shirt? I'd be like, I'd be like, yo, you're trying to get comfortable. This suit, really oh, man. it was super suspect, right? <laughs> <laughs> but we take off my shirt. He's a good he He'd take shirt. off his shirt, cut uh, off the lights, and he'd walk around and be like, oh, yeah. Right, he'd, DMX. He'd, he'd do some stuff, right? Yeah. And then when he actually go to record, it was good. And I <laughs> you surprised it, 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 it was good. It blow my mind. <laughs> Yo, you'd learn every single artist. How they, they own record? The they like, always got these like weird quirks. That yeah. I'm like, did I don't want to like, one dude had to like, when he go inside, he had to turn his back to the window. So you have to like turn mm. the mic around. Right? Oh, he don't want you to see him. Yeah. Mm. I see him. Like, people just got like, this weird thing going on. But I, right. I've learned to love it because like, that's their process. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you just go in there and you just make a generic song and song, like, ain't nobody want that. I want to get, I want to feel your personality. Yeah. I want to feel who you are on get a track. Get the best out of you. Yeah. And I feel like that's what we look for in music today. Like, we live in a generation full of, like, people who want to feel emotions. And it's all about emotions. Every, everybody want to feel, not really emotions, but everybody want to feel something. Yeah. They want to feel something that's real. Feel mm-hmm. something that's tangible. Because mm-hmm. we feel like we've been lied to most of our lives. Hmm. So. Yeah. You know, it's like, all right, people are like, you know, they criticize, like, let's say the love music, R&B today. Like, it ain't about talking about love no more. But it's like, was love really real back then or they just was faking? Because if you really listen to some of them old school songs, it was dudes just crying and moaning over tracks sex. about, not even just sex, about how they cheated on the girl yes. they wanted a back. Yes. So it's like, it wasn't different. It's just, it's just... The music today more unapologetic. It was having yep. a lot of sex, bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Disability, all I fall back into that because like they wasn't strong enough to, you know, to say what they situations. really feel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, they saying these stuff that they ain't really living that life. Yeah. That's what they saying. So. Yeah. They doing it for the club. Yeah, a lot of yeah. fraud going on. I just feel like back in back then, music back then, people had like imagination and it used to yeah. like it used to bleed on a song. Yeah. yeah. But like now, it's almost like it's straight up. Like okay, I ain't about to fluff this thing up. I about no. to say what exactly, exactly I mean. Yeah, I feel like yeah. sex songs actually is the worst, right? Because <clears throat> they just kind of give you a guideline. Yeah, like, yeah. This is Trey Song's guide to how to have the best sex with your girl. Like that's all it is, right? <laughs> yeah. Like they ain't no so imagination. I had to go ahead and, and yeah. talk about my my boy like that. Though. Wow. I, you wow. know what? <laughs> of course. Like, I didn't even know people were still chasing on fans. Hold up, hold up. You going to run it too? <laughs> no, don't jump on the devote train. I just asked a question. I feel like yeah. out of Trey songs and um, Cartel, uh, you can buy any of their books on how to have sex because I feel like <laughs> they just bought us like the comments. Car- Cartel like, is a whole different story. Though. No, bro. He raw. He just raw. He'll yeah. tell you exactly how we do it and how we do yeah. it, how much times we do it. Agree. That's how it's supposed to be. But mm. yeah. allow it. You see that? Mm. Yeah. I kind of. I feel like I like the imagination of it. Like I want to hear a song. So with you someone. want you want hair pony and think about pony. But it's all Yo, different. you know what? You can make a joke about it. <laughs> You can make a joke about it, right? But uh, I feel like I want to uh, hear a song. Uh, uh, what R. Kelly song name with the with the car? Ignition. No, ignition. no, not actually ignition too. But it's the it's the off car. um twelve plate. Um, I forget what the song name. 
Ka. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember Ka I, song. Yeah. <laughs> but even it's the remix, the ignition coming fresh out. That's the ignition, kitchen. bro. Yeah. He just said No, but it. I, yeah. I wasn't talking about that. I was talking about it's off a of 12 plate. Ignition off of um is it 2p.com? <laughs> it's cool to be straight up, yeah. right? Mm. It's cool to be straight up. But what I'm saying is I want to hear a song and I want my brain to like create in, a scenario. The innuendos. Yeah, basically. like I met her last night and like oh my, let me see. You want to say you want to say I took a candy store. As you're listening to the song, you can see exactly how yeah. it's gonna play. They put out. you in an environment and then like, allow you to, to put create. Yeah. Exactly because okay. like media, like a lot of like the TV, all the TV and the mm. cell phones, and like you always on these things. Yeah, you yeah. Don't use your imagination. No, because yeah. everything already there for yeah. you. Right. When I was younger, everything was in my head. Right? Mm. Yeah. Everything was in my head, but now it's yeah. like you can just watch it. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't have I mean, to... and that sort of leads to a bigger point to like you know where it pertains to I think you know spill over to like dating and real relationships with people. Yeah. Um, you know, we want to make songs be like, I want to take you to the candy store, <laughs> take you to the checkout aisle, spend a couple of dollars. At least I can get <laughs> <laughs> sound like Santa, though. <laughs> yeah, songs these days, uh, they, they be like, insert here, insert pull it. back there. Yeah. yeah. Metro Boomin' beat. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's, it's too straight up. Like, I, I like... Having some kind Shout of magic. You like a tease. See, music, the, the music industry changed a lot too. Though. Yeah, it has. They, they start accepting a lot more. Anything. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. Because yeah. so they see... But then, like I say, everybody creative in their own way, so you can't yeah. really judge it. Right. Mm-hmm. You see, so I understand why. Everybody will have a certain crowd that like this. Mm-hmm. Certain crowd that like that, so mm-hmm. right. you know, sense, Satan dog. If people yeah. are like, like it, we could like it regardless. Even if it's just one rock metal song, well, you yeah. can't even understand their words. You have that no. one person in the corner, mm-hmm. like, yes, this is what I like. Mm-hmm. This is who who like. would have thought Old Town Road would have been the biggest okay. song ever in 2018? Like, I agree bro. with you. But like, I go up a lot of old school music. Mm. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Old R&B music. Yeah. You grew up around old R&B music. Rap music. Tupac. You get, yeah. You see, they say you get 50 cents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was these just people like that. Way. And look different. at these people now. Look where they start. Look where they come from and look where they are now. Yeah. We, I feel like we could do the same. That's inspiration. Mm-hmm. And we, I wouldn't be able to do that to inspire others too. Yeah. yeah. You got to make that real, bro. Yeah, so right. do you all think... Cause this is this is an often debate. Do you think like R and B is dead? Nah, but no you can't kill a genre. R and B is dead. Yeah. yeah, no way. Cause the people just, people feel like just take the right person to come around to bring back. Yeah, because people feel like it ain't no more like general feeling like in the music. No I mean, it's probably not like high ranking right now, but go inside a club and actually play a like a really hit song from the nineties. A old army no, I mean, like, today, like in, like in the in club. The... Even now, you could go and hit that, even though they don't no, I mean, like, to it as often. Eh? A R&B song made today. Oh. Yeah, no, I, not, like, not rec- oh. I think it's like just a fusion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't think the, the genre is lost, but it's like a fusion of a lot of different types it's, of genres. It's yeah. yeah. So it ain't gonna sound the same. Everything elevated. Yeah. yeah. So More people think... Coming in, so like they say, it's, but even though they're bringing it in, I still feel like R and B still currents. R and B still yeah. 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 
Like, I honestly don't feel it. Like just takes the right person like, to, to really bring that back, as you said. I think her, her, yeah, mm. her is like Caesar. Yeah, yeah, you have a lot of dedicated mm. R and B people. I can listen to her music. Like her, I have like two albums on my phone, and I can sit down and listen to all of those songs and just like vibe because mm-hmm. like she have good music. Like I used to like Tanashi. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like her Aquarius. I don't know what's and going on. Those albums, mm-hmm. like yeah. yo. It ain't you got gone. people like Brent Fires. I don't know if y'all know Brent Fires. No. Kalani too. Who? Kalani? Kalani? Mm. Yeah. Kalani. Kalani. And then Janae Aiko just dropped her album. Yes, yeah. and that I don't know how y'all yeah. feel about Daniel Caesar. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. Daniel Caesar. He's yeah. a little bit of controversy, but... Daniel Caesar, like, black. But then people would debate, okay, like, Daniel Caesar or black or... um, What's your boy name? Huh? Like a Bryson Tiller. Um, no, because that's what the debate would be, do, like trap soul. You do trap soul. Like, like, mm. like black, um, Khalid. Yeah. Um, Khalid's R&B too? Mm-hmm. No, but then it'll be, they see that, like, that'll yeah. be the debate. It's a mixture. Or whatever. Yeah. Like, does Khalid do R&B? Okay, would it be weekend party? No, I'd say, uh, whatever. Um, I'd say the weekend's R&B for Party real. next door. Yeah, yeah. party what next you, door would be R&B. What do you think pop music is? I mean, it, but I'm going to lie. I was saying this for the longest time. I think, Music overall, it's blurred lines, bro. Because, like, for instance, I'll use this prime example. You go to a soca fed right now, right? But they'll play some Afrobeat, and you wouldn't know the difference. No, yeah. you play some Afrobeat or you play some Latin trap, say or whatever. You got a one two. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you wouldn't know the difference. You just play it's a vibe, bro. Yeah, you follow like, the same. Oh, yeah. Certain artists they say like their music is pop music. I, I almost feel like it's popular pop, pop, music. Yeah, mm-hmm. popular, but Boy. pop music is just I guess how that top forty house music. Yeah, I. See, but then I they know. consider hip hop pop I feel music like it, exactly because I feel like pop now stands for popular music, mm. I, yeah. and so like uh, you wouldn't say a price until the song is no. But they pop. but most of the time they say pop music is something that's like super polished. Polish, what you mean by polish? Like, it don't sound gritty, like, you know, it's so everything is like precisely EQ. It sound like you trying to stop it, hit with it. Like, almost perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Perfect. I, I, I usually take pop music to be more upbeat. Yeah, yeah that's what I would say. I was at, like, when I first used to have it, was not, I used to think like, it was like a mixture of rock and roll. Yeah. 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 And like some kind of techno house yeah, music. Yeah. Techno, yeah. Mixture. But like, when I see a dad came out and like other people they start yeah. coming over to you, so it's cool. Mm. It almost kind of reminded me like back in the day that like, Vinny was in them and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that, that song. Like, but they still call her pop music. No, they was call her. What they call a dad? Dance or somebody? No, they, um, I know you just about off her 21 album, right? First or something she come up with. Living. Rolling yeah. in the deep? Yeah, rolling. Yeah. Oh, you're talking yeah. about Adele? I thought yeah. you were talking about Whitney Houston. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, uh, it's my woman, though. Real. What? Whitney Can't Houston? Can't say nothing about her. My mommy yeah. loved Whitney Houston. My mommy always will say, right, like one of her earliest memories of me singing music was like when I was like a kid. Like I had to be like two or three. And she was like washing dishes. And she's like, anytime, like, I will always love you. Come on. Like I just like I'd be doing whatever and I'd just stop and I'd be like, whoo like, yeah. <laughs> she'd be like I'd be howling at the song, but yo, that's a good song. Like for the nostalgia. Music then? Mm-hmm. Like you can't compare to the music now, in my opinion. 
I mean, they, they have some songs just because I like Summer Walker. I like. I mean, yeah, not Harry saying Lennox. that they're bad. Yeah. Not no, saying that they're bad, but it's just. Yeah. I love. Some like back then, right? Yeah. Like pick up. Not saying like that's the exact thing, right? But yeah. If you influences. Almost every instrumental nowadays. Yeah. Are you sampling or? Yeah, they were heavily sampling now or recreating. And I always wonder about that. Wouldn't be a copy. Like, why do you think? Like we can't like artists today can't recreate like create their own original thing like because a lot of people just taking from. I don't feel like they can. I feel like it's just a trend. They trying to stick on the trend. Oh, yeah. do you feel like everything has been done? That's I don't think so. They, I yeah. feel like they piggyback it, piggybacking off of off of olden time. That's why I say nothing could ever compare to oldies R and B oldies music. I think so people I can come up with new stuff. They trying to keep yeah. it. Yeah. We I feel like we live in a society where they tell you like don't try to reinvent the wheel. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so nobody's trying to reinvent the wheel. No. Just trying to like staying in the lab, just yeah. trying to cook something. You yeah. can do ten sound yeah, could buy something songs. from the store. Yeah. Yeah. What you say? You try to you trying to get faster. Yeah. Yeah. If you flop off an of effort, yeah. ain't nobody looking at the effort. Yeah. I That's just feel I almost feel too With music today I feel like maybe The way that we mix music now Even though Or even recorded Because analog sound Way warmer than digital Exactly Like everything so. It almost feels now Like when we do music It's super processed And it's nice mm. Like it's perfect But there's almost like The soul Is kind of sucked out of it Yeah So Because you have a lot of Good songs now Like that Could probably compete With the ones back then as well But it's like it's just something that's missing from it, and it's not like something that you can't hear. It's Shit, like it's a, a sword. yeah, mm, yeah. You can't. They used to focus on sword music. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like they detach from it. Yeah, it's like them on the music when it used to be a fusion of yep. the person on the music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is powerful. Well, we're gonna take another quick short break. And we're going to come back. We're going to share some studio stories. Is studio love oh, real? We never get to say no studio stories. <laughs> <laughs> so we want to share some stuff, more stuff. But we're going to come back on the side of everything good. Yeah. Hi. This is your favorite zaddy, Lord Jalen Willard from Everything Cool. And this episode is sponsored by uh, Nobody. If you would like to sponsor an episode of Everything Cool, feel free to email us at theoriginalpeoplenetwork at gmail.com. Or you can slide in our DMs on Instagram at the Original People Network or on Facebook, the Original People Network. Now back to your scheduled programming. And then we can wrap up. Studio Love. Studio Love. I thought you said Actually, I want to, but I'm going to do it like dynamic. We're live. Hold on. Don't stop me, bro. <laughs> oh, all right. So I know y'all wondering, why does he have these three swords? This is called Katsatsu. You know, I retrieved this from the high monk temple. <laughs> you know, from the Alps. They have a backstory. This is swords. called Lior. Look at the hilt as I take it out. That sword actually is used to destroy a dragon emperor. Mm. Powerful. It <laughs> it's very powerful. I don't want to. <laughs> and then, you know, I have Conqueror's Hockey, and then, you know, this is my first sword. 
the black revenge. Or that's not nice. That's crazy. The hacky actually causes it to become black. The mm. hockey causes it to be black. So like, you know, I poured my hockey into the sword. Let me put it back in the When shoe. you fulfill your prophecy, it grows. Put it back. <laughs> So now you know the so, the three sword style. I actually gonna make a fourth sword style. Anyway, we about let me yeah. stop talking foolishness. So we about to get into the nitty gritty things. Mm-hmm. So when you tell your significant other you going to the studio, and you know you ain't going to the studio. Oh, happened? you ain't going to the studio. <laughs> you know you ain't going. I can't say anything about that. <laughs> We bleeding the fifth in there tonight. I'm bleeding the fifth. I'm bleeding the fifth. I'm bleeding the fifth. Bleeding the fifth. Yo. Oh, so I'm going to just stay in my corner. Oh, that's funny. You guys. Yeah, it's it's controversial, bro. <laughs> it's controversy time. I'm always to the studio, guys. Always to the All studio right, when so, I say I am. But have you ever been dating someone who is insecure? Okay, why are you always spending so much time in the studio? Because I hear artists all the time, both male and female. Hell like, yeah. You know, it's always yeah, a problem when they go to the yeah. studio. The thing is, an eight mile wide, bro. Which you didn't want your gal get grind. No, they should go to the studio, meet your gal getting grind on the board. Oh man, must be nice. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but somebody it must be nice. Somebody gonna lose that gal tonight. Easy. Somebody gonna touch it for you. Ah, Lord. Be involved. If you want to be insecure, be involved. Be involved. I mean, I feel like people people don't understand the life of an entertainer. Mm. You but know you- what I mean? I feel like I feel like once people get in the shoes of being an artist, mm-hmm. being an entertainer in general, rather than you being just hosting a karaoke night at a club, mm. yeah. regardless, being that type of entertainer, you have. You may think you have the time, but you mm. never have the time, babe. Yeah, and if you real. do, you have like two minutes and you have to hurry up do that in that two minutes with no procrastination. Call it mm. You know what I mean? Because the only thing you're doing is entertaining, making sure that whoever that you're around having a, an amazing time all to yourself, mm. pushing out your music and also doing more for yourself and other people. You ain't thinking about no little no. text in your phone or something like yeah. that. You know what I mean? That's so true. rather than judge or, or assume uh-huh. it's best to ask questions hey you're in the studio today how long are you gonna be you know what I mean something like that but never assume assume assumptions really this 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 hurt assumptions a relationship definitely. It's, it's the wrong thought you see mm-hmm. right yeah the they're working off of some kind of negativity that's unintentional it, it, right you be trying you to be work on what we doing right. mm-hmm. to be to be honest I feel like in any career Right, especially as a creative, mm. when you have a partner, right? Yeah. I feel like not only should they try and understand what you're about, <clears throat> but mm. I feel like they should try to be a part of it. I feel like for yeah. me, get involved, get involved. Because, yeah. like, if I was with somebody and they was doing something that I don't know about, like, let's say I was with a nurse, mm-hmm. but I can't speak like, like medical jargon. Mm-hmm. I'd probably read up on it and not like mm-hmm. do what I can so that we could conversate so I, I right. could make you feel like I want to be a part of this. Yeah. And as artists, we spend so much time in here mm-hmm. and you have to go to your job and everything. And so like if, as my partner, I feel Personal like, you know time. what? Why don't you come through too? Try yeah. to enjoy the studio right. with me. But then if you don't, 
Don't stress me about no, it. Right. Yeah. And that's yeah, no. the problem. They always don't want to come, but yet want to always ask who there. Yeah. What? So do y'all y'all feel um, it probably would be better to date a creative person? Because they'd probably be more. No, not exactly. Just be I'm saying they got to be a musician. I, I think I just it is. I just, they create, like they feel they're not, you know, doing an atypical job. Like, mm-hmm. no, I just kind of feel like you just need to date somebody that's supportive. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, if, it. yeah, like, if you're supportive, like, I, I good with that. Like, you could come through with me. We could sit in the studio and enjoy the time together. Like, we told you, it's a vibe in here. Mm-hmm. Why would you not want to be a part of that anyway? Mm-hmm. And if you don't, at least, under, at least understand that what I'm doing in the long run is... For us, at the right. end of the day, for us to move forward, like right. yeah. you know, and I try to make a difference. So it's just support. Like a lot of people don't really support each other. They just kind nah. of selfish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like oh, we were in the studio all day, every day. What about me? Ain't you but gonna spend time with yeah. me? Yeah, you gotta leave on the street. Gotta leave outside. Oh man, close the door. If you won't be like that, you mean you want to support her? You feel like you can always be like, yeah, vibe. You see, they saying. You feeling like you can't get over this, or you can't get over this. You want to guys and this and like you feel like you ain't get yourself together. You feeling like I ain't get myself together. <coughs> it's <Just> poison. Yeah. <laughs> Separate from it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Y'all ain't gotta look. It, things get end on, on good terms too. Yeah. yeah. People has made that choice for that to end on a bad term. That's Definitely. That's how you play your cards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. More time. Wait. Y'all come to agreement. If y'all really serious about it, if it's a really serious vibe and y'all say y'all really have real feelings, mm-hmm. mm. come to agreement. Right. Fair enough. A lot of people are afraid of confrontation, bro. Exactly. A lot yeah. of people don't know what it is to communicate. Like, mm. A lot of people are insecure. Yeah. In a lot of relationships, I feel like people don't like to lose and they feel like if you have to compromise for the other person, they feel like they're losing and yeah. nobody want to lose. So nobody want to back down. Yeah. <clears throat> and so, oh, I have to come to the studio just so I could spend time with you. That ain't good enough. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I good. Mm-hmm. They feel like, that ain't good enough. I feel like you need to spend more time with me at home. Mm-hmm. Why? Selfish. Doing what? That's being selfish. Nothing. You, you shouldn't. Like, you shouldn't be. You shouldn't be dating a person that is selfish, who only mm. thinking about herself. Why you don't try and think about Ryan. the outside. Think yeah. about what if you was in the issues with being in the studio and actually want to make right. it make better for yourself. Yeah. I think the worst thing for artists in a relationship is when they have somebody that don't really support them. Like they listen to ev- like if yeah. I do R and B, they listen to every other R and B artist besides me. Yeah. yeah. But when my music started to hit, they bandwagon. Mm. Like they jump on the bandwagon. Yeah. What? Leave outside. I mean, bro. I, that's what everybody <laughs> like. You know, because like it's like cake. real. It's like, like you cake. know. That's why I say, if you don't know full confidence in yourself, because mm-hmm. people that always let you down, but human mm-hmm. beings. Yeah. Fickle. They, have, they always have brutal opinions, and that's fine. You have people who would like your stuff, you have people who won't. Yeah. You have people who actually mess with the devil, you have people who don't. Yeah. <laughs> but if you with someone, just support them, though. And Man. whatever business or whatever you in, you just got to support your significant other or let them be so that somebody could actually support them. Right. We have people who come and then one time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We love people who come along and they'll break you and then you become broken <laughs> and then you find somebody good and it's like mm-hmm. this, this cycle that <laughs> keeps on going on and on and yeah. on. But you know it's so crazy. Mm-hmm. You have 
You have them saying, oh, I'm not going to come to the studio or whatever, whatever. But you would probably have past friends who you've been to school yep. with who would come they to the come studio in. every time yep. you invite them, no matter oh what they God, do. Man. If they have to come an hour late, they'll be there. And then the next thing you know, the significant, the significant other, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just always catching feelings and making you feel like you're doing something when you know you ain't. Yeah. So they're trying to get in their minds that, okay, this girl always here, this guy always here, and why? I want to ask you just a quick question. Like, so, you know, from a female perspective. Oh, Jesus, here we go. No, because like... I mean, you're the only one here. So. <laughs> I know, I know. So, like, how is it for you to date and then for your significant other to feel like, oh, you about to be in the studio with a bunch of guys or whatever? Okay. Huh. So... Should be rough. Yeah, it's rough. It's tough. Um, no, but I feel like, as we all say, and as Dwayne said, support. Mm-hmm. If you don't feel comfortable with me being around a lot of guys, I grew up around a lot of guy friends. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I'm comfortable with that. I mm-hmm. haven't. I have always been the tomboy in the in the in the family. Mm-hmm. Amongst any other female, yeah, they still like dolls and stuff like that doing hair. But I was always that person who want to run around the yard with everybody else, drive bikes, cut my knee, don't care. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So he was a tough kid. But at the just same never, time, if you are so insecure to not trust me to just do mm-hmm. my job, then bring yourself to the studio with me and always be there with me. But if you see, you come to the studio one, two, three, four, five times and see it's just strictly work. Mm. then you should be able to trust me enough to stay home or do what you have to do and not give me the hard time and make me stress over this and the work ethic that I'm doing. Mm. That's another I thing it. I have a big issue with. Mm. Like, life is hard already. Like, you have a job, a nine to five. Yeah. And you have to do this. And then you have somebody stressing you out as well. Just, when do you have time for, like, real. peace? You know what I mean? Let's get this paper and be happy. Yeah, mm. let's, let's get this paper and be let's happy, Let's do it baby. together. Why what it is? Why um, do it? Teamwork make the dream work, yeah. right? Yeah. So I have a question for over you guys. So... Especially for you, since you are engineer, so I don't. Let's say in your whole time of engineering, because I, I, you know, I listen to other music based podcasts a lot, and you know, people like Joe's podcast, Joe Button's podcast, like they'll get off about how dudes get off the hole. They find a chick, and you'll be like, "Yeah, I can record you. You sing." And then you use that to like alley oop you to mm. like, you know, get a number and get close <laughs> or whatever. So, has that ever occurred with you or anybody you know? Same question for you. Repeat that question. So, okay, so have you used basically. Um, yes. <laughs> you gotta repeat that first. No, I, I, I basically have you, have you used the studio to get? Yeah. No, to not even not even uh, necessary to get. Have you used the studio you to court answer? a potential mate or a potential good time? If you like make that song so there. good. Yeah. <laughs> How do you, you finesse? Make something raunchy right. sound good. Because <laughs> I, I am three swordsman. You know. I feel you. Humble. We talking about the studio love we got, thing. We got an extent. 
No, I mean any any extent. Like yo, if you just say yo, they like, we gonna come we to your studio. We, you could come to the studio. We can record you. You know, we make you sound like you could sing, man. We got a studio. We could cut one song. I could put you on the hook. Mm, oh, All that, that type of way. Yeah. Listen to me. The come on, is I have a studio. You said you know what's voice. What you doing tonight, man? I in the studio. Hi. Oh, you in the studio? In the I can't yeah. slide through too hard. Yeah. Uh, of course you yeah, can. Yeah, they even invite themselves. Sometimes I just should bring them. Yeah, um, they slide through and they be like, "Oh my god, I never been in the studio before. Oh my god, your music lit." Yeah, man. And then they record everything. Now be the last time they in the studio. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good time, though. Yeah, but it still be a good time. I feel like. I use the pod. <laughs> I be like, I be like, yo, I got a pod. Oh, I didn't believe you. Put you online. Watch, let me pull up a couple like pages and stuff like that, and then I know what it's keeping. It's all about the cloud. It's actually it is all about the guy. I be like, yo, yeah, this what I'm working bro. on. No, but that's crazy though. Like, okay, it's not to go because I know some of my viewers tired of me doing this relationship. Type segments and thing. I but talk we, about relationships a lot. <laughs> but huh? You talk about relationships a lot. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's you always stop calling it Cupid. <laughs> <laughs> but cute. Yeah, you're cute. Cupid. I just was. Did I get spooked? Oh, open. That's what mm-hmm. I just said. I was like, wait, hold on. Y'all get cozy. I know. Yeah. Oh man. Hold on. Y'all got a part of me. This everything cool. See, everything is cool. Let's be everything cool. All kind of things is happening. Me of ghosts. Everything ghosts. I don't know, but your friendly neighborhood Spider Man. Uh, friendly mm. neighborhood Spider Man. <laughs> but what are I saying? It's crazy how you just introduce yourself as Dwayne, but then as soon as you be like, "I'm Devoe, the artist," things change. Yes, sir. I don't even have a low pitch voice, and I just I be trying to say it. <laughs> or, you know, Altish Williams will be introduced as Altish, but as soon as she harmonizes, it's Altish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it be like that sometimes. It always like that for her. <laughs> but like you know, like people be, I guess you know, it's it, I think it's you someone. Going towards someone's fantasy when you be creative, because mm-hmm. they always feel like the creative arts are so out of reach and they're not talented enough to do anything, whether it be acting, singing, or you know, um, crafting anything, whether it be some artisan um, medium, whether it be sculpture or painting or you know, or probably a dancer or things mm-hmm. like that. It plays with them. They feel like that's what celebrities just do. I could be really honest with you. Mm-hmm. Bahamian talent is so underrated mm-hmm. in general. Like preach, you, sister, preach. <laughs> it really is. Amen. Caribbean talent, I feel, is very underrated. Mm-hmm. I feel like if we ain't in the States, we ain't gonna make it. Yeah, they the same. I, it's just like a circle. We feel like it's a circle because it's just in the Bahama Islands. And they feel like it ain't going nowhere else. I'm pretty sure it is. You just have to push yourself to that yeah. extent. Yeah. That's why I implore everybody to travel. You know, that's yeah. why. But exposure. it shouldn't only have to be traveling. People actually staying in their own houses in the States just getting big. No, but they traveling a little bit too. Yeah, because, that's true. Because like, the thing about it is, okay, let's say for instance, let's say Summer Walker, right? 
But even look at Blueface, not to interrupt you. Yeah. Blueface, uh, he blow up in California, yeah. like local shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he was going, to, going to um, people's schools, like junior high and high schools, mm. performing in the parking lot. And he so stayed, though. In a state. And so it's like, you got to get that home love, but then you got to know when to be like, all right, let me take this show on the road. Right. Or whatever, network with different people. That's yeah. kind of the problem. The networking thing, people don't really know how to network. No. Network. Yeah. yeah. And that's the problem. And then traveling does broaden your horizon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How you view the world. Because mm. you realize being in the Bahamas, your perception of how the world works is like boxed in mm-hmm. heavily. Yeah. And mm-hmm. when you travel, you kind of get to understand different types of people and how people are. And through that, it can kind of help. Because the whole black crowd syndrome thing, I feel like we probably grow up to... Being wary of that. that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you travel and you see life and how people do things. And when you see that, then you come back and you're like, you know what? I want to have a team. I don't yeah. want to go... Say, just take your mind from being so bossy. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I don't ever want to be at the top by myself looking down. I want yeah. everyone to be up with me so we can enjoy it because it's enough space. And that was my always my knock with Bahamian artists. I'd be like, you're, you're so talented. you got so much potential, but why don't you want to travel? Mm-hmm. Like, you ain't going to blow from Nassau. Right. You ain't, you ain't going to blow truth. from Freeboy. Yeah, you got to take it on the road. Eventually, you got to take it on the road, mm-hmm. whether it be in the U.S., Canada, U.K., because we often think the U.S. is one market. But it's like, bro, we live in a whole global thing, bro. Yeah. Like, if you can't get it popping in, in, in the U.S., you could go to Japan and get a yeah. mill is a mill, bro. Europe, U.K. <laughs> so like, like, yeah, a sure. mill is a mill. That's true. Like, yeah. you, you worrying about, oh, I want to be on MTV. TV, but listen, worry about the dough, worry about producing great content, worry about people loving you, what you do. Yeah, you always could flip it back and be like, yeah, so it's like, you know, like, once you making making a living on what you're doing, and less focus on the fame of it, then it's like, you know. And that's the thing, people more focus on the amount of attention that they'd get from it rather than actually oh, doing man, it wholeheartedly. That's exactly. why you see so much trendy things. Right. Mm-hmm. If you yeah. could get one or two people to listen to your music and they could change them, you've done well. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. You've done well. Because... It only takes one person. Mm. Yeah. And I always think when I make a song, I'd be like, you know what? I know I'm a crazy person. Like, I know... <laughs> for real, like, I know I'm a crazy person. I feel like I listen to popular music. I listen to music, good mm-hmm. music. Mm-hmm. And so I know if I make a song, People will probably listen to it too mm-hmm. because I know it'll be good music. Yeah. And I want people to hear what I got to say. I want right. mm-hmm. to have a, another dude on our team. He's a phenomenal speaker. Yeah. And I mean, he, poetry 100. Might I need to go in the booth and <laughs> read some yeah. poetry? Yeah. Andrew. <clears throat> like, yeah. dude is crazy good, right? That's good. And his passion, more than like making money or anything, mm-hmm. he wants to. Reach out to people. He wanna yeah. change people and help their minds. Like he wanna mm-hmm. be a healer of the mind, and he want people to see life from different perspectives. He good at it too. Mm-hmm. He is, <laughs> and so like he's the kind of people that that's the kind of person like I wanna be around because mm-hmm. I can always go to him and listen to him talk and get something from. Yeah, him. he make yep. you better. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't want to. Yeah, you don't want to be around people who are gonna make you worse. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. true. Yeah, or like, speak badness. Mm. Yeah, you always want to be around right? positive vibes, positive energy. See, it's easy to do negativity. You know? That's Very easy. easy. Just think yeah. 
that already built in us. We yeah. born that you see this thing. We born mm-hmm. in sin. So the hardest thing to do is to do something positive. Yeah. Yeah. Because it, it's like, you know, it's easy to destroy, but it's hard to build. Mm-hmm. Like, I could knock down this whole building just with one bomb, but I got I with the building. It's hard brick, to brick, brick. tell ourselves with that, though. Yeah. It's hard because people are selfish, but it's hard because to be positive sometimes means you have to give of you have to give yourself. Yeah. You see what I say? When you have to give yourself, people ain't trying to do that. People are trying to get what they could get and slide. Yeah. Real. Yeah, they ain't trying to give them a little bit of value and go. That's yeah. and I hate to bring up relationships again. I'm so sorry. Let no, you go ahead. Like, yeah. Mm. Yes, this is the relationship part, <laughs> the traveling part. No, it's like, not. I, yeah, I apologize for it. <laughs> but like it's in a like when you in a, a lot of relationships today, I feel mm. like I look at relationships like two cups. Right? Yeah. Unless it's two cups filled with water at mm. the halfway mark. Mm. Right? I feel like you should be pouring into each other, right? Mm. And that way you stay balanced. Mm. In most relationships, one person pouring all of that energy and effort into the next cup. Until the cup overflows. Yeah. No, but the cup don't even overflow because the next cup empty. Yeah, like you have nothing left. No, but they're cup. getting the water the, from somewhere else. You know? The thing is, that's, <laughs> when you, that's when you actually go ahead and choose sacrificial emotion. And that's when you sacrifice all of how they feel for your own feelings. Yeah. Mm. And it's, that may be the hardest thing to do because we all are good people. And mm. we tend to try to make other people good people or find the good in other people. And most of the time that isn't so. That's not your job to do yeah, that. It should be it, it should be right. automatic. Accept the food it is and move on. And yeah. that's yeah. it. Yeah. Just that's move simple. on. Real it may be hard, but, but it's it's very simple once you put your mind to it. It's all about choices. See, yeah. if we keep ourselves stuck on the feeling and the emotion behind it. Mm-hmm. You gotta be like, babe, if you mean but you gotta leave them feelings and stuff like yeah, that. You have right. billions like, you know, of people in the world. You got stuff in this life you got to deal with, bro. Yes. People are just trying to break generational curses. Preach. This so, ain't only about love, you know. Like, this is yeah. everything, but like, no, people are yeah, selfish that way. Like, yeah. Everything is relative. Just, you you, you got to be selfish with yourself. And you got to also realize you got billions and billions and billions of people in the world. You You don't only have that one person. Yeah. No, but then to that too. Or you should have yourself first. Right. Well, before the billions and happiness. billions of people. So it's How like could you happiness love over anything. Mm. Exactly. Be happy. Like you can't you can't put that pressure on someone else to make you happy. Wait. That's mm. that's that's your responsibility. That's crazy. If you bro. can't love yourself, how could you love somebody else, babe? Yeah. It's that saying. simple. You can't put that responsibility on someone else. No. And then how could we if you can't be, we supposed to mm-hmm. be able to make ourselves happy comfortable? Yeah. Share happiness. Just share yeah. happiness. Yeah. That's a vibe, right? It's a vibe, right? Everything is coming back together. And then the thing about it is, if you can't, if you don't love what you're doing, how you can love with someone else doing? Right. Because you can't really see the big picture. No. Exactly. You're so narrow, man. What's going on right now? You're looking at That's why. What could be. Right. What could be. That's why I say people are selfish and being selfish isn't always a bad thing. You have to be able to be selfish sometimes for your own good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you gotta know when is uh, when it, when it applies or when it doesn't. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we more time we take from people without trying to give anything back. Mm. Yeah. And it just shouldn't be that. I feel like we moving up. Ain't no reason I can't get on the ledge and pull you up and then you climb up and then you pull me up. 
We can get to the top together. Mm. We're yeah, just trying real. to just bring you down. Look bro, at this, like. wait, the world, the world to the point where we using people when we supposed to be using things. Mm, wow, so, uh, things, but not following. Yeah. Yeah. That's a song. That's a lining. Yeah. You better put that in the song. We using things, but it, people, wow. all people want is things, bro. Things, things, things. That's what the mind. That's what the mind. That's the life for the day. Yeah, things. That's so crazy, baby. Ting them, them. We would rather freak out automatically over a scratch on our car. But wouldn't even freak out. <laughs> Should I finish it? Go for it and finish it. Yeah. yeah. No, I know what you're doing. I would get bashed from it, though. <laughs> Don't worry about well, that. No, go, go ahead and run. Everything will be cool, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's so hard to actually accept the fact that you have that scratch in your car, uh-huh. but yet so easy to leave somebody who thought loved you. Hmm. She's spitting. That's true. Yeah. Like, why is materialistic things have to be such a number one factor in the world right now? When love, like, wholesome, wholesomely loves somebody, a human being, somebody who basically is the same person as you. Why you can't love that person the, the way that you love this one uh, sorry, sorry. Uh, sorry. That's what you know. No, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. We can put the double noise. We can put the splat, the double noise. You watch the show with Ronnie Monker, right? No, 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 no. Sorry. But it's just serious. How could how could how could you put so much effort into trying to like make what I'd say, an image out of yourself because of something that could be gone in like seconds. Mm. Yeah. We Where you have somebody show. who would la- who could possibly last your whole entire life. Mm. Someone can fall in love from this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we can make love. <laughs> <laughs> Studio love. Studio love. So what, what, what next y'all got coming up, you know, what y'all want to let the people know? Uh, well, basically... After that, I um, after our song, I basically ch- started to write a whole lot more, mm-hmm. and I started to write very very fast. I have about four songs that I already already wrote and done with. I just have to record it. Mm-hmm. So I have a banger. Hopefully, hey. it's it's a <laughs> flowful song. Whereas people are down to it. Guys and girls, you know what I'm saying? Females, right. males, women. That's and, right. You know, it's a boss up song hey. slash you'll see. <laughs> I don't want to put too much information, but yeah. I'm going to go over different genres where it comes down to upbeat. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a big rapper. I'm more of a soulful. Man, how you she was riding. Listen, we going. No, yeah, the, flow right. is, <laughs> the flow is the flow. We're going to take you behind the scenes after this. <laughs> The flow is on one. I'm not. I'm not a, a big rapper. I'm. I'm more of a soulful R&B singer. I give off that. Um, I'd say Tiana Taylor, Kalani, Janae Aiko type of vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's catchy. Mm-hmm. I like to make songs that is catchy. Like right off the back, you remember, wow, that's a teach song. Mm-hmm. You know. So right now, that's what I'm working on. I'm working Le- on that right now. You need to separate the L and Tish, man. No, that's not my you name. Need, you need a Brandon, man. <laughs> if I if I if I have a dash between my name, that's not my name. Uh, you want people to no, know. No, but I'm saying I'm hey. saying you need a Brandon, man. I mean, why not? 
All right. We we can talk after this okay, show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Get a little opportunity, guys. Big Devote. Devote. Yes. Devote. Yes. Devote. Dev- so, the devoted one. The devoted one. Wait, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I must be the dolphins out. Just like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I made the same mistake I did. Is, I got a head in my head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the dolphins um, Yo, in our group alone, we got so much stuff coming out right now. Mm-hmm. Like, we have a bunch of bangers. Like, for real, for real. Um, um, We have a 420 song coming out. Mm. Definitely. Yes. We got a 420. Oh, yeah, yeah, you still got time. Yeah, we we want to drop something this month as well, and we have different artists in our group. So, Nico about to drop, Tish about to drop, I'm about to drop. We have associated artists, associated artists with us. Oh yeah, and I, I get I got some artists to bring to him too. They about to drop at some point too. Like stay tuned, stay tuned. Twenty twenty gonna just be like a big year. Like yeah. We gonna just drop. We have a video dropping for no strings. The, the promo video we did, we want to do another video, nah. like a, you know, we want to do a big thing. And Very we have, big. We, we just have, have so much stuff. Things. We even, you know, I won't even tell you everything, but we got some plans. A we lot. have like some plans. We about to start performing. We about to get out there. There's a lot of stuff going on, man. Well, yeah, but thank you all for watching everything. Cool. Hey. Peace, love, transparent. Oh, look at me saying transparency. <laughs> I mess up. Hold up, we got to cut to <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. So I I messed up the outro. <laughs> we do moving on to bigger and better things. Like you know, we want to have someone two multi counts, big setups. Actually, the ironic part is where the studio is. Our new studio where we're gonna be recording most of our pods are like probably like two corners down. So we're gonna be in the area between here and there. But peace, love. You know what it is. Thank you for watching. Everything cool. <laughs> if you want to sponsor this show, hit us up at the Original People Network at Gmail. Slide in our DMs, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Bring the money. That's right. Bring the money. Um, and then, you know, you can follow all these guys. Their links and all their info can be in the description. Remember, devote the devoted one. If I hey. the devoted one. <laughs> so, you know, and... Yeah, yeah, see. Uh-huh. Yeah. Everything cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everything cool, right, guys? Yep. Everything yeah. cool.